When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Celebrate Herself podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you're a OG and OG, welcome back. New episodes every Thursday on all of your favorite podcast listening platforms, as well as YouTube. Thank you so much to everyone who shared the podcast last week or whoever has. Thank you so much to everyone shopping it up in the Discord. <laughs> Um, how are y'all doing? How are you feeling? Let me know. Hope everyone's having a great week. It's supposed to be really hot this weekend in LA, so I just am finally starting to feel like, you know, just when I, I just always think like because I live in a pretty sunny place, I don't really suffer from like, I don't know, seasonal depression or anything. But I just low key always notice. I mean, I think it's natural too, even if you don't have seasonal depression. But it's just like. When it is spring and summer and you just start to feel like real again and you're like a person and just like a weight has been lifted. I've really just been feeling that over the past couple weeks and I just feel like this new kind of chapter or like excitement. So I hope you all feel that too. Um, I think what really helps me is... Well, first of all, not to just like jump right in, but I think... (laughs) like, wait, this was just supposed to be a cute little, like, life is good. And now I'm like, well, you know, you need to really confront your issues to get through them. Um, And it's so cliche, but just like expressing gratitude for what you, what you are grateful for in your life and just like what you do have um, and just doing things that like bring you that joy or peace or just whatever kind of happy emotion, you know, Um, I believe I talked about it in a podcast, I'm not sure, but something I have really been trying to do and implement into my life is just doing things intentionally. So I kind of started with, you know, just in terms of dating, like, okay, why am I going out (laughs) to be around a bunch of scammers if like I wouldn't date them? (laughs) Don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's so fun to just be in the club, whatever. But then it just kind of like trickled out into everything of my life. Like, and I feel like in general, I am a very um, intentional person as it is. But, you know, I've talked to you guys before about just like, I want everything in my life to be holistic. Like everything is supporting everything. So even if I am like going out, let's say, it's like, I want to make sure that I'm in an environment that I actually like and that. I'm around people that I actually would like want to be around if we weren't like out, you know, that's not to say everyone has to be your best friend, but you know, it's just like just being a little more selective and intentional and therefore grateful. And I feel like already that's just kind of made a lot of positive changes in my life, like low key, but it's like, it's those little things every day or every weekend or whatever that make up your life, you know? routines are what make your life and I feel like also low-key it's just about going again not to just jump right in but I feel like it's also about going with your intuition so sometimes like 
and again, don't get me wrong. Sometimes you can just be at like a random fucking thing. And to a certain extent, it's like if you are very connected to yourself, you can kind of be anywhere and like you are, your environment isn't going to like severely damage your relationship or a sense of self relationship with yourself or sense of self. But with that being said, I just like, it's really true. You are, you become the average of like everyone in your life and everyone that you hang out with. So as far as like trusting your intuition, it's just like, if something doesn't feel right or like someone in your life always kind of brings you down or you just don't really feel like this activity or this club or this person or whatever is really like nourishing your soul. It's like just being mindful of that and listening to your body when it tells you that things don't feel right. And that could be like, you know, a huge red flag, but it could also just be like, you know, I don't really think this is, I don't think my ideal self would be doing this or participating in this or friends with this person or putting up with this bullshit. So you can really apply it to anything, but yeah, just being a lot more intentional and like just setting those healthy habits. It's really that that make up your life and like how you feel every day and your vibe. So anyway, that's a little intro, but let's just get started. I have a lot of exciting topics. Well, exciting. Some of them are kind of like horrible, but Roe versus Wade, we're going to kind of talk about that. Um, but we have a lot of good topics today. So buckle in kids, this is going to be a good one. Before we continue, beverage check. I just decided to get to make a coffee at home today. So we just have two shots of espresso. It's like a iced Americano with some oat milk creamer. And then I have a lemon water with Himalayan salt. No sweetener in my coffee today. And low key, I want to get back on my vibes of just like plain coffee. Because I don't know, I've been like really dabbling in like just trying different Starbucks combos just like for fun and like whatever. I don't know. Um, but I'm low key like, I mean, treat yourself, obviously, but I just, I kind of want to get back to, like, the less sugar, because I've just really, I don't really have a sweet tooth like that, but when you just get in the habit, again, healthy habits, when you get in the habit of, like, just having so much sugar, with that being said, the salted caramel cold foam cold brew is fire, like, I almost went and got that today, I might go get it tomorrow, like, so good, the caramel, caramel, whatever, flavor is so real like it's it's not candly y'all know a lot of coffee flavors are just so gross because they taste so artificial and like a candle like the way a candle at walmart would smell i mean walmart probably has good candles too but you know what i mean just that very like horrible cheap artificial flavor but the salted caramel cold foam it's literally like having a salted caramel it's so good if you haven't tried it check it out <laughs> not sponsored um anyway really craving that but this is actually not a bad coffee so let me know what your beverages are down below but we're gonna start off by talking about this tiktok that i actually stitched um so i'm just gonna play it for you guys <laughs> and this girl actually commented back on my stitch so i was like so honored I'm a girl who vocalized all my expectations of a man right from the beginning, tell him about my standards, and then corrected him whenever he did something I didn't really like from the beginning. So I'm going to tell you why I stopped doing that. Let's start with the fact that it's extremely energy consuming, time consuming. You are literally building your ideal boyfriend, and that's just not fair because you're taking on two times the work. Let's not forget that. It is a man's job to know 
how to treat you. The second reason is that it's usually ineffective in the long run. Like, let's be honest, this person can fake who they are at the beginning for you, but it's gonna come out later. And it's gonna come out when you're already emotionally attached to them, but not even attached to them, attached to this fake version that they made for you. The last reason is that you should want to know how they want to treat you. I think that would, one, show a lot of red flags or green flags, show you how they value you, and just show you what kind of person you're dealing with. So my new method with men is to literally sit back, tell them no expectations, see how they want to treat me, take notes, and I just get all the information I need at the beginning. I know who you are, and I know how you treat women, and I know how you value me. And from Period. Um... So there we go. I, as always, I will link all the TikToks and articles I reference in the description. But my biggest takeaway from this was that actions speak louder than words. And the fact that it goes both ways. And that's kind of what I talked about in my TikTok. But I feel like so often when I say that or when I hear that, like actions speak louder than words, it's usually about the man like, oh, he can tell you. And it's like such a common thing. Like a lot of guys are just going to tell you what you want to hear, tell you how they are allegedly going to treat you. Like, oh my God, I just love you so much. I want you to be my wife, my girlfriend, whatever. And it's like their actions do not reflect that. Like if that were true, they would not be acting the way that they do. Um, but as far as like our own actions, speaking louder than words, for me, you know, when I first embarked on my setting boundaries, sticking up for myself journey, I just remember feeling this very, like, I mean, I guess empowered feeling, but it's also, like, I definitely just wanted to, like, do that. Like, s like state all my boundaries, like, almost being, like, overexcited, like... <laughs> I don't know. It's just like you want to, yes, these are my boundaries. This is how I expect to be treated. Like if you meet someone new, like not necessarily obnoxiously, but you know, and it's like, well, if I don't say this, they might not think I'm setting a boundary, but I've kind of learned that you can set boundaries. And I think it's more effective when you set boundaries through your actions, because I think a classic example is like, let's say someone cheats on you, a man cheats on you, and you're like telling him all this stuff. Oh my God, I'm going to leave you. You're, I'm too good for you. Just saying all this stuff, you know, I don't want to be treated like that. But at the end of the day, if you still stick around or you're still giving this man your time, your energy, whatever, it's like he's going to know, like she can say whatever. You could set, you could vocalize all the boundaries and expectations you want, but if at the end of the day you're not acting on those expectations or boundaries or values, it's kind of a waste of breath. So I've just kind of learned to like set more boundaries through my actions because that's, I think, the real test. And there are some guys out there that really do want to just like see what they can get away with. So it's like anyone can just say, no, I'm going to leave you if you do that. Or like, I'm not going to talk to you anymore if you say that or treat me that way. But I think it's a lot more rare to have someone actually act on that. So it's just like actions speak louder than words. Um, another classic example is like, Let's say this guy wants to hang out with you, but he's not planning an actual date. So maybe, you know, if you're fresh on your starting boundaries journey, you would be like, no, and I mean, obviously, 
let's say if you're fresh on your setting boundaries journey and this guy's like, oh, I was just thinking you could come over and we can Netflix and show. You might be like, no, I have higher standards than that. Blah, 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 blah. But then, I don't know, maybe then you're drunk one night and <laughs> you end up just going to his house anyway. And it's just kind of like, all right, I just had to find her at the right time in my place, fellas. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Um, but if you're just like, if you know, okay, that's not really something I'm interested in. You can just low-key, politely just be like, I think I'd rather do this. Like, if, if you're not interested in that, that's fine. Or another example, I think, is just not responding. Like, if someone is giving you a hard time over text or saying something inappropriate, instead of saying, like, oh, why would you... Like, instead of further engaging with it, just, like, don't reply. Like, I, an example for me is when I did my little vibrator Instagram post, and I had a few guys, like, a couple guys that I know send it to me and be like, oh, or, like, reply to the story and be like, do you actually use that? <laughs> and it's like, I could say that's inappropriate or like don't say that or like you're immature but it's just like i don't even want to give you the time of day or the attention so my actions are just going to be to not engage with it and it just saves you a lot of time and effort and i think it's something i just had to like learn because again as you learn about standing up for yourself and stating boundaries and speaking up more it's like you kind of feel like if you're not doing that you're therefore not sticking up for yourself or you're not setting a boundary or you're not like doing what you've been on this journey of doing but sometimes it just looks differently like it's not always like oh i need to take a stand and i need to like speak up right now about this like sometimes the best thing to do and the most effective way to do is just again to not respond or just to politely decline or whatever and it just saves you a lot of energy in the long run it's not about being unconfrontational it's just about like knowing what to invest your energy on and what to just like okay no we don't need to deal with that um, so just kind of something interesting, and I know it's kind of a tangent from this girl's TikTok, but it's just kind of what that made me think of. So let me know your thoughts. Um, but yeah, I definitely think you can set expectations without creating this whole, like, I don't know, fantasy plan for them to follow where you think they're one way. Like, I mostly agreed with what she said, but I I just, yeah, I think you can set expectations through your actions and just, like, what you're going to agree to and what you're not. It's not like you have to read a fucking manuscript of, like, this is everything I expect from dating you and this is my standards. Like, it doesn't have to be that. But I think it's, like, you have some say, but it's just, like, you have to be willing to, like, say no or have them say no, I guess, or, like, not want like if they're just looking for a hookup you're not you can be upfront about that and if they're still not interested then you just have to be willing to walk away so anyway i will link the original tiktok down below but i would love to hear your thoughts i guess on this subject setting expectations and dating have you had experience like with the kind of like i feel like i need to be saying something let me know this kind of podcast was talking about 
I think she's a psychologist. Her name is Esther Perel. I believe she she's from Belgium. Again, I believe that she's a psychologist. So she basically talks a lot about the need for security and the need for freedom in human relationships. So I was watching one of her TED Talks um, titled The Secret to Desire in a Long-Term Relationship. She low-key touched on some points that were in the book Attached. So I thought this was super interesting. I will link the TED Talk down below. It's like 19 minutes and it's not annoying, you know? <laughs> Some TED Talks are just so annoying. Like, they just have this certain vibe, and it's just like, sometimes I just get fed up. But this did not have that. <laughs> um, so she basically, this was only like, yeah, a 20-minute little speech. So she discusses how we have two conflicting needs in relationships, and it's the need for security and the need for surprise. And you know, how we have this expectation of our partner being, you know, our best friend, our erotic partner, our confident, like we want to get security from them, but we also want them to continually be providing mystery and excitement. And like, that's kind of what like turns us on. But then it's like, how do we balance those things? Cause they're so conflicting. So she posed the question, you know, how do we sustain desire? And she gave the example of you know a kid going out into the world and this is what was in the book attached so i think in the book attached they were talking about like a mom and a child and the child will play next to the mom just by themselves but if the like you know not really paying attention to the mom so it seems but as soon as the mom leaves the baby like becomes upset their nervous system's off they're like where did my mom go they're not playing anymore um and so she gave the example of, you know, as a kid, if you're telling your kid, like, yes, the, like, go out into the world. It's a great place. You're going to have so much fun. You're going to love it. The kid can safely go out into the world and be independent because they have the security of knowing that someone is going to be there when they get back, knowing that someone's there for them versus, you know, if you have a parent or something that's always telling you, oh, the world's a bad place. I don't know. You should probably stay home. Like it's scary out there or just you have, they're not really there for you. Um, you're, you're not going to be able to go out into the world and have that independence and that freedom and just that like feeling of I'm going to be okay because you're always going to be looking over the other shoulder. Like, is someone going to be there when I get back? Am I still going to be safe? Am I still going to have that security? When we are very much in the mind of someone else, like, are they going to be mad at me when I get home? What, are they going to be there, etc.? cetera? Um, you can't fully let go when you are with them and enjoy or have a full experience with someone. So if that's like your romantic partner, she... This one, talk was a little sexual. She's talking about sex. She's like, you're not going to be able to orgasm or like have the full erotic experience because you can't completely like let go because you're just like are they going to be there like you know it's like the anxious attachment style when you do have that that when you don't have that security when you have that lack of security you kind of lose part of yourself for the need you sacrifice part of yourself so maybe that's your independence your freedom to in order to sustain that connectedness you know it's like okay well if they're not going to be there when i get back i will just therefore never leave and i'm never going to live my full life and like go out into the world because it just feels safer to like be with them so it was super interesting um and i definitely want to like read 
her books. So basically, I think the answer was when you have security, therefore you can go out into the world by yourself and have your independence because you have trust in your partner, faith in them, and you're able to like come back together and like be together be with each other fully because you're able to completely let go. You don't have these things going on in your mind of like, oh my God, what are they doing behind my back? Yeah, are they still going to be here if I leave? And it's just so true. Like, it's so hard when you're dealing, especially if you're like an anxious attachment style, if you're dealing with someone who's more avoidant and it's just like so much energy gets wasted on like, oh my God, like what's going to happen? Do they still like me? Like, oh my God. And therefore, you can't fully relax and, like, just enjoy the relationship. Enjoy whatever it is being with them because you're just always thinking ahead, like, oh, my God, are they still going to be there? Are they still going to like me tomorrow? Like, et cetera. Um, so I will link the TED Talk down below. I think I, I'm i interested to, like, read her books and, I guess, just listen to more of her talks to see, like, what else we can conjure up. Um, but this is just super... But this is just really good, I think, to keep in mind. And, like, I guess just to kind of, like, reflect on how, you know, like, how was I brought up? Like, did I have that security? Am I able to go out into the world and, like, feel safe knowing that there's someone who's going to be there for me? And, like, how does that affect my relationships to this day, whether romantic or platonic? Um, And, yeah, it's just, and as always, y'all, read the book Attached because it's so much more about this and just, like, yeah, I, I immediately thought of it when she brought up the example of the kids, like, leaving the home. Because that's just so true. It's such a, like, perfect example. So, yeah, I would love to hear your experience, I guess, with any of that. Um, and if you've heard of her before or read any of her books, let me know. But, yeah, we love, like, a psychology. Um, okay, so now I'm going to discuss another TikTok. And this kind of goes... I mean, not really. Basically, there's this girl on TikTok. I've mentioned her before. Maha Maven. But she stitched this guy. Do you guys know the trend where, like, like in this one, it's, like, a guy, and he's, like, oh, when you offer to, like, buy her and her friends drinks, and then she's, like, period. It's giving Mr. Moneybags. It's giving make his pockets hurt. Or, like, I don't know, another example would be, like, when you tell her you're graduating this summer this year and she's like period it's giving (laughs) what was another example someone one of them was like oh it's giving bob the builder like period it's just like that kind of vibe so she stitched this and just was kind of talking more about like i guess just the overall vibe of like acting like that um and basically how like gratitude and thank you go a long way Because, you know, of course, we all have, like, standards and values, and we appreciate it when (laughs) guys buy us drinks when we're out. We appreciate being taken on a date. And she said something that really stuck out to me. She said, entitlement is not confidence. And I was like, period. Because, again, it's kind of like the other TikTok, just in the sense of, like, you know, Once you start realizing, hey, I have value. I deserve to be taken out on dates. I deserve this, that. Um, I want a guy to pay for my nails, like whatever. Um, It's just like, you can't, in a lot of situations, the guy is not going to be really thrilled if you're acting like entitled or like, you know, 
unfortunately guys have feelings too just kidding <laughs> but guys have feelings too and even if you're just de- dealing with a random at a bar you're never gonna see him again like just the vibe of like going not going on your way but just like saying thank you and being genuine and not like yeah period like if you're demanding if you're acting entitled there will be screenshots on twitter of like just girls asking guys for money like right after meeting them and i so i read this book about like sugaring basically um and one of the main it was like so poorly written like but it had some really good like tips and tricks and it was just low-key interesting from like a psychological perspective like how to ask for things and like not seem like you're entitled or like you're using a guy or you're a gold digger um but yeah i think just a lot of men like men like to feel useful and so if you're like oh my god thank you so much like i couldn't have done this without you <laughs> a guy buys you a drink you're like i couldn't have like come this far without you like thank you so much. um but just like being just don't act entitled period because i think what i was about to say earlier is like that will work on some guys like the whole pay pig thing like demanding money whatever but on most guys it's not going to work i'm thinking like you're out like a guy's buying you a drink or like i don't know it's just like some i've just always noticed like they really appreciate it when you appreciate it like they're like wow like this girl's so different she said thank you and she's not acting like and it's like okay there's the whole another you know genre of like women these days are so entitled like that's not what i'm talking about it's just like the attitude like do you want a guy to keep talking to you or like dude you know this is kind of off subject but you know what i hate is like when people finesse guys out of money but then like like block them or something like if if a guy like wants to buy pictures from you or something and you're like yeah send me the money first and then you just block him it's like bro you had someone that was like willing to pay you money and gave you the money like those are the people those are the guys you want to keep around as like a a fan a customer like i don't know whatever like why would you finesse the one that's actually doing what you want them to do so anyway um yeah so it's just it's very interesting but I guess I would love to hear your thoughts. Um, but I'm just always going to like act appreciated, appreciative. And I just feel like that gets you a lot further. Like people, yeah, just people, men don't like to feel used. So it's not saying, oh, you're using a man if he like buys you something. But it's just like, just be grateful. Like, bro, I thank you. Like, that's not saying you owe anybody anything if they buy you a drink or spend money on you, pay for your nails, whatever. Like, they made the decision to do that. So I never said I was going to do anything for you. But, like, just acting appreciative. Like, thank you so much, babe. Like, you're just the best. It's just, like, a general rule of thumb. So, yeah, entitlement is not confidence. And also just the fucking vibe. You know what I hate, especially in L.A.? But I'm sure, you know, it's everywhere if you're going to a club or whatever. I feel like it's very prominent in L.A., though. But just the entitlement that some people have, like, especially when you're out. And, like, this random bitch thinks she can just, like, cut the line. And it's always so funny when it doesn't work. Like, I hate that bitchy, entitled vibe. Like, don't get me wrong. We all love to feel poppin'. But, like, again, entitlement and bitchiness, like, mm, that's not confidence. And you actually look stupid. And the more I go through life, the more I realize, like, when you really got it like that, you don't have to go out of your way to prove it or to try to prove it. Because, bro, it's like 
you know this is tea you know the main thing i realized is like now that i have ass like i know i have ass for sure it's like i guarantee i never really post it or like you know i'll post my gym pics but i i used to post my fucking ass so much and i'm like bro was i just doing that because i was like trying to convince myself or prove that i like had ass (laughs) or like with money it's like if you really have money, you don't want people to know. Like, you want to keep that shit on the down low. You're not going to be, like, flexing all the time. Like, if you're really, like, that popping to where you're skipping the line at the club or whatever, it's like, why are you now, like, arguing with someone and just acting so rude to everyone else? Like, that's the thing. It's like, I feel like if I was, like, hella popping, like, super famous like just you it's like go out of your way to be nice to people dude and my friend we're just like just say i'm just saying everything that comes to mind my friend and i were talking about guys that are like guys that are entitled and have that just like rude vibe fucking being rude to waiters like what and and my friend was telling me she was on a date with this guy. One of, we were sharing, like, bad date stories. And she said this guy was so entitled. Like, you can tell. Very L.A. Like, he's around celebrities. He's like, oh, these are my besties, these celebrities. Even though I'm not a celebrity, like, I'm in their crew. And it's like, she said he his napkin fell on the floor and he asked the waiter, like, are you going to pick that up? <laughs> it's like, bro, like, you just don't really got it like that. Because if you really had it like that, you would be going out of your way to like be nice to people, tipping well, you know, like trying to not prove, but just trying to show that like, yes, I am of status or I'm a celebrity and I still am a person and I recognize and I'm appreciative for those around me, for the waiter that's helping me out, like whatever, you know? And so I just, that was like, bro, these people are not bullied enough. Like, can you imagine treating like a waiter like that or like just being that rude it's like my family would be on my ass my friends would be on my ass everyone would be fucking disgusted with me and they would tell it to my face so it's like who especially with guys i feel like especially when you're i don't know somewhat popping your little celebrity whatever it's like you just have so many people around you that want what you have that they're gonna tell you they're like you're just gonna be surrounded by yes men so it's fucking gross. Um, <laughs> it's like bullying needs to come back. Okay. Like we need to bully the fuck out of these men. And it's just like, dude, especially these days, now that so many things are like just of public knowledge, you know, like the fact that so many girls post about how they don't want to do Netflix and chill as a first date, yet guys will still like try it. <laughs> it's like, do you not feel like stupid? she's like oh my god bro like i don't i don't fucking know um but yeah so don't be bratty be humble and nice and i mean everyone has the vibe that works for them but i'm just in general i'm not a bitch so i I can be bitchy but i'm not gonna go around here acting like a fucking entitled little ho-ass bitch to like guys that are trying to be nice to me or like definitely be a bitch when it's time to be a bitch but if someone's just like buying you a drink or like paying for your nails or like offers to pick you up or send you an uber like again i think you just goes a long way and it's just going to lead to like better stuff long term don't be a fucking bitch 
thank you. Like, ew, people are so gross and annoying sometimes. And it's just like, <laughs> ew, the guy dropping his napkin and asking them. Like, obviously that's kind of a different genre, but it's still just like that vibe of being entitled. And like, mm, it's like, you look stupid. So that's my little rant. Um, but yeah, let me know your thoughts down below and I will link her TikTok down below so you can watch the whole thing. But I know I didn't play it in this, but that was pretty much it. Don't be entitled. Everyone's favorite topic, abortion being banned. Y'all, I'm fucking scared. Let me know if you live in the South. It's not even the South. Bro, it's like... Let me know if you live somewhere where they are considering that. Um, it's super scary, though, and especially with this talk of states wanting to ban birth control. They want to ban Plan B. They want to ban IUDs. Um, it's just really scary, and especially just, like... Just when something is so relatable. So often, you know, things happen without our consent. And it's like, you know, you tell the guy, you know, even if the whole, even if it's like you were having an experience with someone consensually, but then it's like they take the condom off or they don't pull out when you told them to. Or whatever it's just like what the fuck and just the fact that it's like it's never none of these laws are like having the men take any responsibility or blaming them but yeah a woman could be charged with homicide so it's just it's really just all about misogyny and they want to control women's bodies this literally has nothing to do with babies because why the fuck don't you care about children that are already alive and why are you not providing child care accessible childcare, accessible and affordable. And it's just like, it's so scary. So there are abortion funds online. My mom sent me this Google doc. I think it's a website now, but I will link that down below with abortion funds in, I think all 50 states. Um, I also found this article on cold, K-O-L-D news. Um, and they, doctors are warning against stockpiling emergency contraceptive because this is, you know, this isn't like going into effect yet. Like all these laws, it's still kind of up in the air, which is why it's going to be so important for everyone to vote in the midterms and just make sure you vote for your state and everything. Like I know voting is such a huge debate. Like I don't really know how you guys feel. Um... But so many people, like, just don't believe in voting. And they're like, oh, like, I, I just choose not to, like, play the game. And it's like, bro, shit affects you. Like, yeah, okay. You're, like, especially for, like, president or something. It's like you're trying to choose between the lesser of the two evils. But it's like there's so many, like, things that you have to vote on. Like, laws and, like, shit like this that it's, like, it, important. And it... Like, yes, the system is fucked. It's, why, like, where the fuck are we living? Um, but it's still important to, like, to fucking vote, okay? Like, just don't be stupid. And the thing that pisses me off is, like, people will say all of that, but it's, like, you're still a participant of society. So just by, oh, I'm, I choose not to, like, opt, like, I'm just opting out. I don't support that. I don't support the government. It's, like... It's not about that. Like, who cares? Like, shut up. But it's like, shit like this. You know? So fucking vote. And uh, and I don't say that in a way. It's like, oh, 
maybe, <laughs> like, you know, when people are like, oh, well, if you had voted, like, when politicians are like, well, just vote. Like, the, what, my favorite is, like, the picture of that asteroid hitting the earth or something, and people are like, what would you do in this situation? And people are like, vote. <laughs> I would just vote, and all my problems would be solved. No. <laughs> But it's just, you know, shit like this that actually matters. It's not like, oh my god, I love supporting our president. Like it's it's like, oh, do you want plan B? Um, so basically this article is warning against stockpiling like plan B or birth control because it does have an expiration, just like all medications. Um if the pill is expired, like most medications, its effectiveness can't be guaranteed. Would it make someone ill? No, but it might not achieve the goal of why someone's taking it to have enough of that hormone to delay ovulation. Back in December, the FDA approved mail-order abortion pills with a prescription, making the abortion pill available for women in the first 10 weeks of pregnancy. Um, Arizona has one of the most restrictive and complex laws to obtain the abortion pill. This could be yet another option gone if Roe v. Wade is overturned. Um, so yeah, check out the abortion funds down below, donate if you can, and also just know that is hopefully an option, and it's just so scary, like, I know you guys know, and you have probably heard it, as this has been, like, an, an a trendy topic, shall we say, um, but the thing of banning abortions is it doesn't ban abortions, it just bans safe abortions, and it's just, like, so scary, like, where the fuck are we living it's just really scary and it just hits so close to home because like bro it's like you know how many people have abortions a lot like it's like pretty like common and it's just like you know the white rich men that are putting this into play are they're gonna be fine like it's really targeting like oh if they need to get their mistress if they want their mistress to have an abortion they're gonna be able to do that so it just really targets like middle lower class people people who could not afford to travel to go get an abortion like people who don't have accessibility to any of that and so people are just going to put themselves in so much danger like trying to abort on their in their own terms on their own way and i keep seeing like tiktoks about like different herbs you can take to induce miscarriage and it's like you have to be careful with that as well um like mugwort keeps being brought up and it's like that can you just like like it's scary because you don't really know like what you're doing so um don't do anything like that please but it's just like those things are going to keep happening and it's just like i think i heard something about like miscarriage being like a woman would be charged with homicide if she miscarried miscarries and it's like imagine if that was like a baby that you wanted and like we're planning to like this is a pregnancy you're excited for and you miscarriage, which is already devastating. And then you're like charged with killing your baby that you did not. Like what? It's just so stupid. Like, oh my God, people are so dumb. It's just, it's just literally about control, controlling women's bodies. And like, yeah, like you don't care about babies. You don't care about people. You care about your own power and control and like, wanting to do things to women and not have any consequences like ew so but also the thing i don't get is like so if like everyone is just having all of these random disgusting man's babies like 
how do y'all feel about child support? Like, or just like the classic example of like, oh, she accidentally got pregnant. She wants to keep it. I don't want her to keep it. So now you're taking away the option where you wouldn't have to deal with that. Like, I don't get that. This isn't really going to work out for you. But again, it's like the rich white men who are making these laws aren't going to be affected by it. It's like everyone warning against vaccines, don't get the vaccine, don't wear masks, but they're getting the vaccine. (laughs) I also saw something this girl, I can't remember where I saw it, but this girl was talking about how hookup culture, like if this happens, hookup culture is going to dramatically decline because like, why would you hook up with a random that you just met if that risks your whole entire life and future? I think someone was trying to ban condoms. Like, so now I'm risking my health as well. Like, why would I hook up with someone when it's not worth all the risks? So it's just also interesting to see, like, I mean, a lot of guys, you know, that I know and stuff definitely post stuff about this, but a lot of them don't. It's like, okay, I see how you feel. (laughs) You're not going to show a little support? Like, good luck out there. Good luck trying to pull bitches when you no one wants to fuck you because it's like not safe um ew um so I would love to hear your thoughts if you know of any resources or just information let me know but I'll link like Planned Parenthood below like specific shit related to this um I will link this article I guess though it wasn't it was kind of poorly written and not that well not that well done Um, and I will link the website down below for all of the abortion funds in different states, but also let me know if you're not in the United States, what is abortion like, what are the laws like where you live in your country? Um, and yeah. Okay. So on a lighter note, it's a full moon in Scorpio lunar eclipse on Sunday the 15th. So if you guys remember earlier, I think it was the last day of April, it was a new moon in Taurus and it was a solar eclipse. So this is a lunar eclipse and this is from Bustle. So this is a flower moon. According to the farm, the farmer's almanac, the flower moon is a traditional nickname given to full moons that take place in May. This hails from the fact that May marks the height of spring in the Northern hemisphere. And usually, you know, an abundance of flowers are in full bloom. Other common nicknames are the budding moon or the planting moon, which all reference the rebirth-oriented energy of this time of year. Fittingly, the spiritual meaning of May's full moon lunar eclipse is also ripe with possibilities and budding with transformative growth. The the (laughs) The flower moon is full of potential, but we have to remember that some flowers have thorns. This eclipse is taking place in the deep and powerful sign of Scorpio, which brings issues of power, control, and secrecy to the forefront, and asks us to face the truth at the heart of it all. We have to look beyond the surface and get real with what's lurking in the shadows so we can bring it to light. Like, literally what I said at the beginning of this podcast, like, you have to be willing to, like, be honest with yourself about your fucking issues, and that's the only way you can really, like, overcome stuff. Um, As the sign associated with transformation, Scorpio energy helps us purge our emotional baggage to make room for growth. Be ready to face your feelings and acknowledge the skeletons in your closet. Um, How to work with the full flower moon. It's a time to sit back and see what the universe has in store for you. 
Full moons are typically an auspicious time for release rituals or other manifestation practices, but during eclipses, it's best to hold off on any magical moon ceremonies. Eclipses can be chaotic, as they often bring sudden change, rapid growth, and unexpected opportunities. So, instead of trying to focus on your own desires and intentions, open your heart to whatever life is attempting to offer you. Trust that what is shed during this lunar event is meant to be and is making room for things that are more aligned with your core. Bro, look at that full circle. I swear to God, I did not even have this in mind as I was saying that at the beginning of the podcast. And everything I said completely fits in with this. So, period. Um, but yeah, it's also Mercury retrograde. Mercury wouldn't retrograde on the 10th. And it's going to be there until June 2nd. And then it's still kind of in the shadow period. So, y'all know um, it's just a time for... It's a time where communication can be a little off. We're not supposed to make really huge changes or try to... We're not really supposed to make huge plans. Um, and, you know, communication might be off. So it's just like reread stuff before you send it. Don't send any contracts if you can. And I think it's just a really good time to kind of sit back and like reevaluate. And it's a great time for planning, but you just have to be open to your plans changing. Um, and just kind of like stuff you need to change, like coming to the surface, which can definitely feel frustrating. But. Again, we have to face uncomfortable feelings and just unpleasant things in order to get past them. Because how are you going to ever get past something if you're always avoiding it? So let me know if you have any full moon realizations, but it'll definitely be a day with a lot of tea. So can't wait. So I think that's all I'm going to talk about today. But as always, everything will be linked down below. Also, I'm on my new... I was going to say Bell Hooks. No. <laughs> On my new Eve Babbitt's novel, L.A. Woman. Um, Sex and Rage was really good. It was fire. Like, so amazing. I just love her style of writing. Definitely in, like, kind of that novel. Just, like, in a novel stage right now. And especially her books. I know I've said this every time I talk about one of them. But they're just so chic and just so L.A. Like, they're also just very relatable. And there's this uh, foreword at the beginning of slow days fast company that kind of talks about how for so many years her writing wasn't taken seriously because she's a woman and you know she talks about kind of taboo things like having sex and doing drugs and drinking and like just kind of the real life of women growing up you know a lot of us and especially someone living in LA but she better fucking get her flowers now because her writing is terrific so I would definitely recommend that you read it um I would recommend Slow Days Fast Company first, probably. I don't know. They're just so good. So anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to share this on your Instagram story. Tag me. Make it cute. Make it aesthetic. Make it nice. I would love to reshare. I love seeing who watches and listens. And I will talk to you guys next Thursday. Love you guys.